Assalamualaikum, very good afternoon, everyone. Thank you very much to all of the uh, participants and also to Bis for you, uh, uh, participant uh, attendees today. Uh, thank you very much uh, for inviting uh, myself and also for Noni uh, to this program. I hope that uh, whatever you will be um, listening or you'll be learning today is going to be beneficial for you in developing your own business in, in future. Uh, this morning I attended one program uh, held by one of the uh, institution in, in Malaysia regarding a uh, new uh, strategy for student businesses, student entrepreneurship. And I hope that uh, with a new strategy by the mission will actually help you to even uh, making your uh, venture, business ventures going to be much meaningful and much uh, uh, impactful in future. Not just to create yourself as a part of the entrepreneurial development yourself, but also to uh, generate uh, impact to other people as, uh, as well. So today I'm going to share you uh, with you about um, uh, strategy in kickstarting your business venture during COVID-19 period uh, on topic on starting a business. Uh, I think a lot of people have have uh, started businesses uh, while they are in university, as mentioned by by Fukan uh, just now. I uh, uh, the MC. Um, I've facilitated uh, about more. I have trained more than three thousand students. Uh, last week, I also did my workshop uh, for the students, and um, we have developed uh, the technical project office have, de have developed uh, more than one hundred uh, student businesses since our our first start uh, in 2016. So I hope that the, the simple strategy that I'm going to share today is going to be something that you can take upon into, uh, not just for creating business, but for anything that you want to start a venture. All right. So uh, at the end of uh, this session today, I hope that um, what you will learn is uh, you'll be able to create a strategy in starting your business venture and become successful entrepreneurs. Um, being an entrepreneur is, is something that is noble, basically, uh, actually, because uh, you're creating uh, an impact not just to yourself, to up level of living, but also you you are creating impact to a lot of people out there, um, especially uh, for those young becoming part of your team. For example, we have one entrepreneur who we developed back in 2017. Uh, he started with just a simple idea. They want to connect between uh, a job seeker and job creator because they want to solve the problem of the community. And eventually it creates an opportunity of uh, em employment for more, more, more than 4,700 people. And we have last year during the COVID-19, one of our entrepreneurs who developed a platform uh, in which he created a bazaar, e-bazaar basically, and uh, developed some sort of strategy that enabled a lot of uh, micro businesses, there's about 3,000 of them uh, impacted by it. He, he provided a sustainable uh, business to all of them so that they can just do their business at the end of Apni uh, program uh, because of the COVID-19, they still can generate income. So before I go into a further part of the how you want to create a strategy, I need to uh, really emphasize on the importance of having your own entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, you must have uh, a high level of entrepreneurial mindset uh, for you to become uh, or generate uh, some impact uh, towards the community because those who have a high entrepreneur mindset are the one who 
will see the opportunities and act on the opportunities. So when we talk about entrepreneur mindset, um, what I'm what what I mean is actually this slide. So this slide shows to you that uh, entrepreneur mindset, how it is being different is actually the mindset is the inclination to discover, to evaluate, and to act upon opportunities. Um, we have so many uh, measurement that we can we can uh, uh, determine on whether the student have high entrepreneur mindset or low entrepreneur mindset is based on uh, the competency itself. And one of the important part is creativity and innovation, which I think is what UTP is all about. We, we want to become the center for creativity and innovation. And that is one of the stepping point. You know, the, 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 the first step in uh, making or creating a high entrepreneur mindset among the students and among the, the the apni uh, people in general and the mindset is characterized by four components satu is uh, alertness to opportunity in which uh, those who has high entrepreneur mindset is the one who is keen insight uh, into identifying opportunities if they find opportunity they will act on the opportunity not just for the sake of uh, just look and and do nothing but they act on it um, the second one is uh, the one who has high risk propensity in which the individual who has this uh, characteristic is the individual who tendency or willingness towards taking or avoiding risk, uh, towards taking risk, uh, not avoiding risk, but uh, taking risk. Um, those who has high risk propensity, they are the one who are take, who are uh, who like to take risk. Those who has low risk propensity is the one who would like to avoid risk. And, and this is actually very important because uh, it become a vital factor in the success of any uh, action that you're going to take uh, any action into. The third one is ambiguity tolerance. It is actually the way individual interpret, process and respond to big situation. Because uh, when you do something, even uh, a program or uh, innovation or a business uh, in particular, there's always unpredictable thing that uh, comes to you. You know, um, and you have to be, be be able to interpret how to process, how to respond to the particular situation. Because uh, how you respond, either it is fast or is it it is slow, or it is uh, slower, then your ambiguity tolerance is going to be impacted. And the fourth one is actually dispositional, uh, dispositional, uh, dispositional optimism, in which it is the ability to adjust to and learn from the setbacks, to motivate yourself and to achieve continuously if those people who have that these are the people who have a high value not only to develop their own venture but if you uh, are working in a company you are going to be the most valuable uh, 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 employee because you are going to be able to generate value to the company itself so now how to act uh, on opportunities uh, during the pandemic and build a business um, again, when you want to talk about uh, acting on opportunities during the pandemic and build a business, there's always an element of what kind of problem that you can see out there. Because every problem that you can see out there, every issues that you can uh, that you encounter is always an opportunity. So that is actually very important. But then again, in order for you to do or to create your own venture, you must have a particular uh, process, particular uh, route in which to ensure that whatever you are embarking into will be successful, will be sustainable, will always be creating impact uh, in a prolonged 
or in a in a very long period of time. So what are the, the components? The component for uh, a successful venture is this four. You must have the context of the problem. Entrepreneur is always the one who, who create an impact and solving the problem first. People think that entrepreneur is actually somebody young, uh, okay, buka kedai or open up a, a, a shop, a buka, uh, buka stall and uh, have to sell things. But actually the main important part of entrepreneurship is solving problems. Identify what is the context of the problem. Because once you identify the context of the problem, you'll be able to ideate. You will be able to create an idea. How can I solve that problem? Uh, through a selection of strategies, uh, through the process of uh, ideation. Um, and then after that, once you have your ideas, um, probably uh, three to five ideas, then it will translate it into the product that you want to create, which is actually the solution towards that problem. Um, bear in mind, some of, of us, especially uh, engineers, right, um, we tend to create product first without knowing what is actually uh, the, the problem they are going to solve. Uh, so this actually uh, a reverse uh, action uh, or the market uh, push uh, product. For any anything that's going to be a successful, successful venture, you always go into market pool in which you understand the customer point of view because you want to deliver the product to the customer, you want to sell the product to the customer, so you have to understand your customer point of view. So understand about the context of the problem, ideate, uh, creating an idea how you want to uh, develop your product and then deliver to the customer. Again, if you see this process to be successful, it has to be iterative, meaning that you end with the customer, you begin with the customer or uh, user point of view. Okay, so the golden rule, it must be based on user point of view. This is what we call a design thinking approach in which you started with the, uh, with the uh, uh, user or the customer itself. Uh, this is through empathy process, you empathize with that you do, then you create, you understand, you frame the problem that what your customer or user really uh, is experiencing, then you create all the solution based on that particular idea. So this is actually a design thinking process. And what are the process uh, for you to create a successful venture? When I say venture, venture can be, again, venture can be your business that you want to create in which what we are going to talk today. Venture can also be innovation project in which you can create something out of your creativity and innovation. Uh, venture can also be your research project. Uh, venture can also be your social uh, community outreach project. So anything that relates to transaction, you have a product, you have solution, you have user, customer, those are a venture. So venture can be, your transaction is the one who are going to determine whether it is successful or not successful, whether you deliver the values to the customer or not uh, uh, deliver the values to the customer or user. So the first uh, uh, step, to ensure or to create a successful venture would be identify the context of the problem. So the problem occurs due to the, the pandemic, for example, is boundless, right? If you look at the uh, news uh, for the past one year, right, starting from, I think, MCOs uh, in 2020 until now, there's always a lot of problems um, uh, emerge, right? For example, the most obvious is people losing jobs. Uh, so people are unable to sustain their family and the recent one which is I think a lot of people is happening is experiencing like not right now is actually be unable to cross border because uh, crossing border is actually going to be uh, beneficial to a lot of uh, industry uh, for the economy as well but once the uh, crossing border either either you are crossing 
apa ni uh, inter district or inter states or international border uh, now is big stop it creates a lot of issues a lot of apa ni uh, uh, uncertainties and un we got uh, dissatisfaction to a lot of people right and the need to constantly feeding the family due to uh, work from home if you uh, read some of the newspapers uh, for example in malay mail malay mail did uh, apa ni study on certain uh, community point of view they mentioned about uh, no not just malay, malay mail let me uh, rephrase that that is actually uh, unicef uh, done uh, the study for last year uh, one of the issue is the uh, due to work from home family mom and dad is always at home and the family, the family members also always uh, you know they, they need constantly feeding uh, the family so this is actually creating an issues as well and businesses of course lose a lot of customers you know because of they cannot uh, create a typical business process like uh, before MCO and of course you yourself uh, you have issues in teaching and learning uh, lecturers have uh, only problem in teaching and learning face-to-face -face cannot be done uh, so you have, uh, have have to do it online. Sometimes people cannot uh, do online because of the connection and all. So those are the problems, and uh, including this mental well-being issues. You know, this people has been talking about this last year. Even uh, up department uh, division of uh, student affairs, we did up uh, 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 some survey for the students. Uh, how do they feel? What is their mental state during the MCO? And we discover that it's not. Uh, something which is very rosy because of the MCO is creating a lot of up on this, up, um, some issues uh, internally for the students itself. Now, once you identify the contact or problem, you try to identify who are the people impacted by it. All right, this is the second step. Identify the impacted people. To do a venture, you identify the contacts or problem or you identify the people first. This one sometimes become chicken and egg issues. You know? and um, identify the impacted people who is impacted what specific context of the problem does he or she experiencing so you have to know about this uh, then uh, you should understand that a real entrepreneur is the one who solves people's problem and create value out of it either the value can be in terms of money or in, in terms of satisfaction feeling so those are uh, part of the value creation um, you have to create customer avatar, <laughs> uh, definite customer avatar to ensure your target audience is not random, but actually a specific group. You cannot just do something, uh, uh, do a venture in which you say, my product is for everybody. Yes, it might be for everybody, but there must be a certain group of people who are really impacted or really affected by the solution that you are trying to give. When we talk about uh, identifying people, this is what we call the, the impact of people. This is what we call the golden rule of uh, entrepreneurship. Because golden rule always starts who is your target or, you, or who is your user and why you are doing it for them. Your sense of purpose of doing this business or you're doing this uh, venture. Uh, if you're doing a business, say for example, even if you are selling tudung, for example, you must have a sense of purpose. Um, why am I, sell um, am I selling this tudung to this particular people? Uh, is it is it my tudung needs actually for everybody? No, it's not. Um, last year, I did uh, many um, uh, coaching and mentoring session for my entrepreneur, and uh, initially the business uh, during the early part of the PKP, uh, the business of that particular entrepreneur suffers a bit because uh, he say that his offering is for everybody. So based on that, I said to him, "Oh, you cannot be." 
you got kind of a sentiment or a kind of um, a customer segment like that because not everybody will buy your product. And when we restructure the who, everything change. And his business starting from just uh, below 1,000 during the particular during the early part of MCO. Once we change the 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 the, the who and change the why, then suddenly business boom becoming 45,000 ringgit uh, revenue. So this is actually very important in order for you to to ensure to ensure that your business really creating impact, uh, creating great revenue. You must know who are you serving for, why is it uh, for them, how are you going to do it, and what is your product. Don't start with outside first. That is what you start with. Oh, who am I going to serve first? Then now you find the product for the particular person because you are solving their problem. So when we talk about this who, um, you can have a small uh, group of people who are you are targeting for, or you can have as big, as large as the worldwide who are you, you are targeting for. So when you go into that particular uh, uh, situation or when you come into that particular situation, you, you are actually um, defining your own target market. So we talk about, when we talk about market, always start small, but think big. When, you, when, we, when I said market, uh, there are three types of market out there that you can actually focus your venture into. If you want to start business, don't think that, uh, don't start everybody in Malaysia. You can, of course, no problem, but eventually it becomes overwhelmed, overwhelming, and you, you don't know where to start. Uh, but what you can do, what I always ask uh, my entrepreneurs do, is start small. Start with SOM. SOM is actually a serviceable, obtainable market. The portion of uh, the market that you can capture. It actually, uh, the market can be as big as the worldwide. That's what we call TAM. TAM is total addressable market. How big is the largest possible market for your particular product or service? And if you go a segment of TAM, it's slightly smaller, which is what we call serviceable, available market or SAM. SAM is the pro uh, proportion of that uh, TAM just now that fits you and within your uh, geographical reach. And even smaller is what we call SOM, serviceable obtainable market, in which uh, it is a portion of TAM that you can capture. Uh, for example, if you want to say, uh, selling selling uh, chokoja, for example, where do you want to start? You start with your circle of friends first. Make sure that they are buying your product. They are creating that buzz. Once they're creating that bus, it will cause a ripple effect. So once, once you have that ripple e uh, effect and impact, then you can start venturing out. That's what you call going into SAM, a larger audience. If you start uh, uh, selling the product, for example, in Shopee, Shopee is going to be your TAM. TAM is going to be the whole Malaysia. Or if you, or if you sell in Amazon, Amazon is going to be your TAM because Amazon serves billions of people, right? So do you have the capability of doing that? If you have, then go ahead. But if you want to ensure your venture is really successful, business is really successful, start small, uh, validate into that small market, ensure that people are buying your product on a frequent basis, you have created your customer base, very, very strong, then grow big. Don't start big suddenly and it will drop. You know? So that's one danger of starting big and then uh, burst. Always start small and go big. And one of the reasons why startup fail is actually they have to they they are unable to fill the market needs. So one reason why startup fail no market needs. So in order for you to ensure there is a market needs, you have to ensure your product is of is for specific target market, 
solving the problem, solving the problem of that target market and then uh, sustaining into that target market. Once you have done that, then there is a demand, there is a traction, there is a sustainable sustainability in, in the in your uh, demand, then you will be successful, inshallah. And based on this, 42% of startup really fail because of uh, no market needs. They're creating something that other people don't really want or don't really need. There are two different things. Eh? If you want to create your product or do your business, ensure that uh, there's two different. Uh, there's a difference between needs and want. Uh, need is actually going into the lower level of uh, hierarchy of uh, uh, necessity. If you go into one, you go into the, the higher level. The higher the level, the, the lesser the market, uh, the quantity of or the, 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 uh, the demand uh, in which if you go to the higher, like a uh, pyramid, uh, the ones is actually on the, on the higher part of the pyramid. Um, the, the different pricing strategy that you can offer, even though for the same uh, product category. Okay, uh, the next step for you to generate your venture is to uh, develop your idea based on your target user that you have offered, uh, you have identified, and also based on the uh, problem or context problem that you're trying to solve uh, the problem for. So when you generate ideas to solve the problem, ensure you understand what is the problem, what is the issue, you frame it accordingly so that you really understand, oh, this is actually what you really need. I thought you really need uh, uh, the product that I want to offer like this. Actually, you really need something else. We encountered this uh, so many times, uh, even when uh, my team uh, do innovation project. Um, I shared last week during the. Um, I showed to them that what the particular person needs is actually not what you are, you are thinking upfront, because what they need must be based on what is the conversation that you have with them. So conversation can be in many ways. Either you interview them, either you do some survey or you observe. So this is what we call market survey. So those are the steps that you need to understand in order for you to generate ideas to solve their problem. You need to understand why are you solving the issue? What are your solution? If you have this solution, um, what are the unique features of your solution? That's what, this is what we call your USP, unique selling proposition. How does it differ compared to the other competitors? For example, if you do tudung, for example, uh, what makes your tudung or your hijab is different compared to uh, uh, Is it in terms of pricing strategy? Is it in terms of uh, the product quality? Is it in terms of the service, uh, customer service? Or is it in terms of the how you market the product? So you have to ensure you have differentiators. Uh, and how are you delivering the solution to the customer? So this is very important as well because customer can be uh, buying your, your or subscribing to your idea or subscribing to the solution in different ways. Either it is online, either it is offline, and either your your customer segment is someone who is in the in the elder generation uh, or in the uh, very youth or millennial or in in between. So different. Uh, segment will have a different offering uh, uh, channel that you're going to market, you're going to sell it, you know. And then uh, definitely once you have your idea that you have uh, generated, you create your product based on your idea just now, then uh, you develop your business model. Business model is the one that will ensure your business successful, sustained, and also being subscribed or being bought by your user on a, on a frequent basis. 
you need to identify what is the desirability of your product. What is the desirability of your business need? Why is it so desirable for people? Is it desirable? Is it not desirable? Uh, how do, uh, are, you ensure, uh, are you going to ensure it is feasible uh, to be done? And is it viable as well? Is it making money? Is it, is it uh, non-profit uh, or just uh, making uh, a loss throughout the business venture uh, period that you have? So you need to determine, um, you need to design how you generate revenue and profit because business is all about revenue. Um, either your profit is uh, uh, on a positive side or on a negative side or on zero side, you must create revenue. Okay, So revenue must be part and parcel of any business. Without revenue, you have, there is no business because revenue will determine the transaction that I say in the earlier part. And you, can, you must always think about uh, can people afford uh, what you are, you are offering? Can they pay? And how frequent do people buy this? Is it going to be uh, a one-off thing or is it going to be a prolonged thing, uh, frequent uh, subscriptions, frequent uh, buying, frequent transaction? So these are what we call business model. Um, to do business model is very simple. You can use a Lean Model Canvas and also Business Model Canvas. Lean Model Canvas is more about solving problem. Uh, business Model Canvas is about uh, how you generate the business, really the impactful business uh, through uh, one canvas or one template that you can see uh, without even have to do a, 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 a multiple pages business plan. For business model canvas, we, this is how it looks. I think you're going to uh, learn about this uh, in, in entrepreneurship class for those who are taking entrepreneurship, uh, for those who are uh, from the uh, business information system. I think you have uh, seen this before in your foundation, um, but nevertheless, Business Model Canvas is uh, the template in which you can somehow uh, develop a strategy in one okay. who is going to be the one that you're going to impact this business or this venture for. This is what we call customer segment. Um, customer segment is the one who are so you are solving the problem for. If you, if you have multiple uh, customer segment, then you have to put in that particular column and then the value that you're going to provide to them is going to be different. Um, and then uh, you have the value proposition itself, which is uh, what problem are you, are you going to help, uh, are you going to solve for them? Which are the fundamental needs uh, that you are actually satisfying or you are actually solving for them? What goal you are trying to fulfill for them? What value do you intend to deliver for them? Is it, is it in terms of uh, cost-wise? Is it in, in terms of uh, uh, time-wise? Say, for example, your product is going to be cheaper than others, right? Or your product is going to be your service. So this is where you put your value proposition into. And what is your promise to them? And what are your differentiators? Differentiators is very important because it will uh, only portray that your business is actually um, going to be unique. And then you go into activities. What are you going to do in order for you to ensure that this is a success? List out all the activities involved, the process involved, and key resources. What require? What do you require in order for it to to, to be to for you to achieve the goal and for you to succeed? And who are you going to? Uh, who you are going to collab with or those people or stakeholders that you're going to be involved with in ensuring that you achieve uh, the target that you are you are setting and go into the cost structure list out everything about the fixed and variable costs that you have uh, figured out to ensure that you can deliver thing um, to the customer and the most important part if you want to ensure that the business sustainable is about revenue model revenue stream 
what price are your uh, customer willing to pay? Pricing strategy must be very, very uh, vital, very important, essential, because um, the pricing that you put going to be uh, telling that your business is going to be sustained in the uh, long period of time. Uh, how do you ensure that you create impact as well? If you are not creating a lot of, say, for example, if profit is not your main target, so how do you ensure it's creating impact? Uh, for example, for those venture who are company uh, social base, so they are what they want to create more impact rather than more profit. You know? um, then you go into channel. How how are you going to deliver this product? Where are you going to sell it? And then go into customer relationship. You are going to ensure that sell whatever you provide to the people. People will always pay. Just like people are buying company uh, rice or toothpaste, right? Why do you? How do you uh, uh, entice them? How do you keep and sustain your user or customer? So when we talk about this um, business model, uh, I mentioned just now about feasibility, uh, desirability, and viability. This actually relates to this uh, business model itself. You know, desirability is all about what is who is your customer segment, why they desire your product, why it makes your product unique. Feasibility is how you are able to do this. Is it feasible? Allow other stumbling block in your key activities. Try to figure out how can I ensure it uh, it can be delivered no matter what. So who is my key partner to ensure it can be delivered? Uh, viability is more uh, uh, your profit and what is your uh, revenue model based on your based on your cost structure itself. All right, I'm going to give you some idea uh, based on the context problem that I have uh, shown in the previous uh, slide. Um, on some of the venture that you can create out of uh, um, during this pandemic period. During the, this pandemic, it's actually a good uh, lesson learned, you know, because there's a lot of things you can actually uh, take into account that you can develop your own venture. There's a lot of lot of opportunities. Um, some of it, some of you might miss out a lot of opportunities. Um, I hope that after this, uh, you will see that, oh, this actually, you can do something out of it, you know, something which is going to be impacting to a lot of uh, people out there. All right. Some of the, uh, how we can provide solution to people, what venture you can do to a lot of people, okay. Um, for example, I, men I mentioned in the earlier slide, uh, one of the problem in COVID is uh, you're unable to cross border, right? Um, I spoke to one of my colleagues uh, last week. I, I asked uh, what kind of venture that you expected to for somebody to do on your behalf. And she mentioned that uh, valet service, you know, because uh, she mentioned that she liked to go to Zara, uh, all, all this uh, art market uh, shop uh, in KL. But now since uh, COVID-19 MCO, borders between states is already closed right and so how can she go but she'll be able to buy as well and she mentioned that if there is somebody if there are somebody who can become her personal shopper that will be a problem solver to her i said why don't you buy online because she said no because i want for that particular person to be able to wear that uh, on real time at that particular shop and show to me whether it fits or not because Somebody who is uh, at the same several as the same height, same size. Sometimes the feeling is different if you buy online or if you buy on the real time basis. So the, she wants somebody who, to 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 give that kind of service, you know. 
And the solution that I can think of is actually a personal shopper or shopping valet, because shopping valet is like you are buying uh, and you can show them on in real time. So this type of offering is what we call service. Uh, the need to constantly feeding the family due to uh, work from home, um, especially for impacted, the impacted person, uh, parents, for example, uh, you can do home delivery, ready cook meals. Uh, last, I think early this year, I have problem in terms of uh, my schedule is very tight and I don't have time to cook at home because we are homebound, right? And I saw in the Facebook, uh, somebody is actually doing the COD of the, of the lunch and uh, dinner. So this is actually problem solver to me because uh, the service that uh, that particular person do is helping me solve my problem of needing to be fed all the time, you know, for myself. So or and the family, uh, we don't have to cook. So but same time, uh, we can our our daily activities as usual. So another one uh, would be businesses lose customers. This is one of the biggest issue last last year, right? Um, uh, done uh, experienced by SME and micro business. What you can do is actually you provide digital marketing services to promote their business. We have one of our entrepreneurs did this, uh, in which she became the digital marketer for the particular company, uh, companies out there. Because companies don't, sometimes companies are very small out there and they cannot afford to have their own company, uh, marketing agency within their, their, within their, their company. So they outsource. Um, for the expertise instead of by uh, paying the particular person daily, apne, monthly, uh, gaji, well, it's good to outsource because it will uh, lower down overhead. So this you can do what, if you know what is how how to deal with uh, Instagram marketing, uh, Facebook marketing. There's a lot of SME really want your services. So this is actually service. Business lose customers as well, or you can also become the agent affiliate because. They need marketer. Uh, for example, a lot of people who who sell product these days, they need uh, after the product jalan, you know, it must be sold. So instead of just digital marketing, you can be, you can become the agent or affiliate. So this is one of the way you become. I mean, you you create your own business, uh, but your business is actually serving other business. This is what we call B two B business, business to business punya domain. Right? Uh, teaching and learning issues. For example, primary and secondary school students. Um, what you can solve is actually doing low cost tuition services. Um, one of our entrepreneurs did uh, in which she discovered that, oh, there's actually an opportunity that she can go into in which she can serve that particular low cost uh, uh, community, uh, not low cost community, the, the uh, low income community. Uh, and she developed her own uh, domain. And this is what we call service uh, in terms of teaching. But if she developed her own material, this is what we call product. So she can have both, you know, monetizing the opportunity. Teaching and learning for students at university, since there is no face-to-face uh, -face classes anymore, um, how can you do uh, hands-on? You can do, you can sell teaching and learning kit. For example, robotics kit, Arduino kit, and uh, distribute uh, to those uh, students who are impacted, who cannot go into the lab at, at, at the uni. I would do this um, practical uh, at their own home and you can provide this uh, product as a, the teaching kit itself, sell as a product or service teaching themselves, uh, uh, do training online, how to use it, right? And um, example, other example, boredom due to nothing to do at home. This is um, very uh, crucial as well because once you have, you are homebound, uh, especially students, you tend to do nothing. Sometimes you just do nothing, right? 
So there's a lot of uh, businesses out there uh, did online games tournament in which they develop some sort of uh, gamification, you know, uh, to feel the emotion of people of boredom. You know, some business serving the emotion of people. So this kind of service can ensure that they have, they still have the sense of community between uh, the people, with, even though it's online. And other example, boredom due to nothing to do at home. Um, what you can do is uh, those who are, uh, especially for those who, who have been uh, unemployed or have been made redundant, you can provide this training to them through digital platform. For example, doing Ad uh, Adobe Illustrator, do apa ni, uh, anything digital marketing course ke. Uh, Technopreneur Office uh, apa ni, did um, a program in which we call it superhero program, in which you monetizing your own skill. Um, we have last year, we have one one of our, I think probably one of your participants. Um, uh, uh, he did uh, Adobe Illustrator punya workshop online. Within three days, she, he can generate uh, 5,000 ringgit. So, can you imagine? So, three weekend, three weekend, uh, which is on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. She can, he can generate, uh, he did generate 5,000. So you can do a lot of things, eh? depending on what is the, the issues or problem that the, the student underst uh, undergo or people experiencing and uh, serve based on that particular needs itself. Right, so when you do your business, the last one that I want to uh, um, uh, advise to you would be ensure that you strengthen your business uh, accordingly because uh, doing business is not easy. Um, everybody might paint a picture, a rosy picture to a lot of you. They might romanticize entrepreneurship, right? But the uh, fact is that um, business is not easy. Uh, you need uh, hard work. Similar thing like you are doing, uh, like you are studying. You need hard work, uh, diligence. Um, but do strengthen your business in these eight domains. One would be your leadership. You must create a culture in which your business can thrive. Develop your vision and value. Uh, strengthen your management if you have a team, right? Uh, team management, people management. Ensure there is a communication uh, flowing very easily into the uh, in your in your in your business or in your company. Uh, strengthen your finance uh, element because um, business without uh, financial strength is actually gonna be uh, uh, dangerous. So ensure that you understand about how to manage your cost, revenue, and profit expenses, and asset liability, and and so on and so forth. Uh, and so operation, of course, definitely operation is the one who always uh, who, that become the the tipping point for uh, whether the the founder gonna be uh, burnt out or not. Because this is where when you do when you do, for example, uh, marketing your products or uh, delivering your products, right? Uh, courier doing postage, everything. If you do it your, your own, of course, it's going to be burdening for you. Ensure that you discover, you find other people who can support you as well. And also, uh, in the product development, um, strengthen in terms of your research and development. Sometimes, uh, people are bored with the same product. So, try to develop a new product uh, quality, uh, improvement uh, in terms of pricing as well, in terms of uh, production, maybe shorter the production. Uh, to ensure that the, the customer really get all of your benefits. Service, customer service must be very important. One of the uh, success, uh, top 10 uh, startup fail is actually customer service wrong, uh, customer service uh, failure. Customer service failure is going to be one of the uh, top 10 uh, startup fail, you know. 
sales uh, generate revenue, you must ensure that uh, you have a method of sale. How do you generate your uh, revenue? Either it is through transaction model or either it is through subscription model. Either you want to have a premium model, for example, those who uh, create app. Uh, so those kind of thing that you have to really figure out. Marketing, the most important of all. Engineers are not good in marketing. Uh, that's, that's one thing. Um, so you must ensure the engineers are good in product development, but marketing is very, very bad. That's why a lot of businesses buy engineers. Uh, if the founder uh, is engineers, uh, the success rate is very low. Um, they, that's why they need other people to really, who really can speak, who really can, can do this, uh, some sort of communication um, to help them in terms of uh, promoting uh, this business. You know? Growth. So strengthen the growth in terms of uh, reinvestment, innovation, and adaptability. Because sometimes in a VUCA world, um, especially like these days, your business will be disrupted very, very fast. Some people might do it uh, uh, even better than you. So you must be able to be agile, to be adaptable in this kind of situation. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, I open question and answer afterwards later on. I think um, the, the organizer will we open it afterwards, Ken.